Welcome to another episode of Travel by Pet Sitting. This is John Hersey, and uh, uh, we've been traveling, uh, living an extraordinary life by taking care of the pets of others. All kinds of pets, everything except reptiles. We've done it for six years. We've got to put our foot down somewhere. I'm Bev. <laughs> reptiles were just off the plate when we decided that this is what we wanted to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either that or do it without John. <laughs> and Bev, I'm not interested either. <laughs> but we've been traveling for about six years, and uh, it's it's pretty much been back to back. Um, there with COVID though, we have come into something a little more time doing what we call tweeners, and we were going to talk today about what we were going to do between pet sits. However, we had such an extraordinary day yesterday, such a typical day when you're caring for the pets of others that we decided we were going to talk to you about that. We are, we are pet sitting uh, for very dear friends of ours, uh, people we've known for 30 years. We're pet sitting on Cape Cod. We're taking care of a 14-year-old uh, terrier, terrier mm -hmm. named Fergie. And she is just a delight. She's napping she, right she's now. She's deaf, so she didn't hear her name. <laughs> <laughs> right, and she steals the laundry. So um, at any rate, we are pet-sitting for Fergie in a very old, quaint Cape Cod home. Uh, so if the sound of this is a little tinny, it's just because of the, the kind of home that we're in uh, for this particular it's a, episode. It's adorable. It's I do great. have to say, of all the pet sits we've done over the past six years, this has probably the cutest little details and most humorous little cape that we've been in, the house that we've ever been in. It's a real cottage, and it was a cot originally a cottage, and it's been converted. They, they, our friends live here full-time now, and it's about a mile from the beach. I mean, it's just wonderful. Uh, so we love it a lot. It is. Now, one of the things we request um, when we do pet sits is that we need to know that we can get provisions. We can get food or we have some sort of access to getting whatever we might need while we're pet taking care of pets. And so in this case, we talked to them and, we, and they said, no problem, no problem. You can use our car. Okay. <laughs> so we've been here for a couple of days. It rained all day on Saturday and Sunday morning we woke up uh, yesterday. It was such a beautiful day. Uh, we decided to take Fergie with us in the car and just drive, uh, it's less than a mile down the road to go to the beach and just check out the beach and maybe walk on it a little bit uh, individually. And we did that and it was, it was just beautiful. wonderful. It, it was, was gorgeous. Yeah, it was great and I got to do some dunes exercise. You did too. Yeah. We, we did the up and down the dune bit which um, I felt, by the way, the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. That surprised me. At any rate, it was just wonderful. And then we had to pick, run a few errands. So we went to this little um, grocery store in Delhi near the post office. The post office wasn't open on Sunday, so we couldn't get the newspaper. But we went to the grocery store. And uh, we had a little cup of coffee. And uh, yes. we picked up a few provisions. And we went over to start the car and Nada. no deal. <laughs> now, I think the homeowners kind of knew they, they're getting an, another car like two days after they arrive back home. And they had had this car fixed on um, the lock. The key wouldn't turn. And so the car couldn't turn on. And so there we are, you know, stuck downtown 
oh, if you want to call it that, if, on a yeah. Sunday <laughs> when, with the vehicle just sitting there in the parking lot. Downtown. There was one other store in this area uh, that was that was opened, and the rest <laughs> of it was just nothingness. And uh, so we uh, called the homeowners, and we said, what do you want to do? And they said, oh, don't worry about it. They felt terrible about it. They were wherever they are, and they said, uh, we'll, we'll call AAA. Well, of course... They couldn't use their AAA membership. They had to. We had to use ours. Now, was that because we were driving? I don't. No, I don't. No, it's I because never asked you AAA you, you goes by the membership of the person who's using the vehicle. Oh, that's right. Because we were driving. So okay. 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 So so got that's, it. That's okay. what it was. Doesn't really matter. We had to use our membership. So I just think that's a good reference point. Just okay. Case, yeah. So we've been saying for a long time. Um, the one of the things we've learned and, and, and learned to really embrace on the road is to expect the unexpected. And enjoy it. Expect <laughs> and enjoy the unexpected. So yesterday was a bit unexpected that we didn't think we'd, the car would uh, break down. Um, we knew it was on its last legs, as Bev said. But uh, anyway, so we called AAA, AAA. Now, that we called them at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, and it was a lovely little area where this uh, place was, uh, this grocery store in Delhi. So we had a little snack and we had a cup of coffee out in the shade but, uh, with the dog. And the dog was laying in the grass and it was lovely. <laughs> so we get a phone call from AAA at uh, 1120. Now we called them at 10 o'clock. At 1120, we get a phone call saying... The truck is just uh, not far from you, doing a fixing a flat tire, uh, and uh, will be there very sh- very shortly. Uh, we said, "Great, that's great." So we called a friend of ours, and they rushed right over, no problem at all, and took Bev home because with Fergie, the, with Fergie, because we didn't want Fergie to overheat. Number one, and number two, uh, we wanted someone to be at the house when they brought the car back so that we could park it properly because we knew that they were there was another car that was going to arrive soon, which is their new car. Okay, fine. So Bev goes off with uh, these, this new friend of ours and... Um, with the groceries and with the little dog. And I left John there in that very comfortable little picnic setting, knowing that you know within an hour or so, he was going to be back home. Right. So uh, I called AAA several times during the course of the day. I'm having a lovely day. I'm hanging out with my camera, playing with my camera, learning different things from about my camera that I didn't really know, which was kind of fun to do, uh, but not for five or six hours. Right. What time did, what time did they finally they show up? They finally showed up at four o'clock. <laughs> Um, I called them three times. Uh, none of that worked. They said, we'll, we'll have the, the um, dispatcher call you and let you know how far the truck was. Well, I still haven't heard a, gotten a phone call from the dispatcher. I was very disappointed in AAA. But I'm having a fine time. Uh, finally, I called them th- this fourth time. And they said, well, we have it down here that the, the uh Toe has been completed. I said, well, I'm looking at the car. So unless you brought the car here, it has not been completed. So they hurried off. Uh, let me know that the, um, the truck was not too far away. 
And uh, lo and behold, they were finally telling me the truth. Uh, and the truck showed up at four o'clock. Now, we first called them at 10. Bev left around noon. They came, they took the truck, and I took a cab home. So I think what the point is that we didn't expect that to happen. And so if I were to look at it, and it actually, I got to know our little town, this town we're in so much better. I mean, it was, we calmed way down. Obviously, everything was at a snail's pace. Um, I saw a cop pull over a car and get got a speeding ticket. I actually did a geocache. I looked at my phone That's to right, see if did. there was anything happening. So I went and did a geocache. Uh, John eventually, when he was by himself, went up on the, the, you know, we're in the Cape. So they've got a lot of porches. And this little grocery store named Jam's had a porch. And you sat there and got a, a sandwich and you got a beer. And so when I look at it, I go, you know, it, it was a beautiful day. We have nothing more to do than to take care of Fergie. And... I really enjoy. Furthermore, oh, and this don't take this wrong, but we also got a few hours away from each other, ah. which is very, very new and different for us because we're pretty much twenty four seven. So that was kind of that was kind of a nice little afternoon. Yes, we did, and I, I as I said, I enjoyed myself. I mean, I played with my camera, and, and I, I enjoyed myself. I was a little. A very little annoyed, but one of the things we've learned is just to chill. When things go south, and they oftentimes go south, or they go awry, uh, we just sort of like, okay, fine, what's next? And we've embraced the unexpected. And so that was unexpected yesterday. But I got in it, got home, got back here at four o'clock. Yeah. Um, Bev had said, let's watch a movie. So we fired up the computer, fixed the Wi-Fi, poured a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a really fine day. But, you know, it's happened several times, like that car or mechanical. Oh, boy, um, yeah. Because, and many people have asked me about it. What, you know, when you're using someone else's car, you know, what does it feel like? Well, we need transportation. And so we just make sure that they put us on their insurance, if that's what they choose to do. It only costs about 50 bucks, Yeah, right? that's what we're told. Yeah. And so, but I remember even in St. Albans, Australia, we had car challenges too. And the <laughs> car conked out. Now, this was a challenge. This was a big challenge. Um, uh, you don't need to know the details, but John yeah. John messed up. <laughs> yeah. But the car to get to we were in the bush. We were about two hours north of Sydney, and it was um, to get to this little farm ranch. It had some alpacas, some horses, and some dogs. We actually had to take a ferry, take the car and everything over to the other to the other side. And to access the ranch. So, of course, we were on the other side when the car conked out. Yeah, so. we were getting Once again, it was the last night. Um, we were last day. We, we always like to make sure the, you know, there's a nice meal for the homeowners when they get back. And we were in the process of, of topping the tank for the car and making sure there was, um, you know, things for them to eat when they got back home. And the car wouldn't start. And so... Once again, we were in a jam, and AAA was not the answer. We, you remember that little funky place 
was what was it like a bowling alley bar? Well, it was a bar, yeah. It was it was the pub or one yeah. of the pubs the, on that side where we parked the car. Yeah, on that side on where that we parked side. the car. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we finally went in there and you know asked if we could call somebody because of course our phone didn't work there um, at the time. We had a different supplier, and uh, so this guy was pointed out to us, who's a handyman. He was there sitting at the bar, of course, sitting at the bar, <laughs> having more than a few, and uh, he said, "I'll drive you over there. There's a way to get over there without going over the um, uh, without the ferry." He said, and I'm going back there uh, shortly. I'll drive you over there. Well, we got two dogs, Bev and I. Yeah, and good size. They're Kelpie dogs. And so they're not like little pipsqueaks like Fergie is here. And this handyman, first of all, had a car that all of his handyman stuff was in the the, the car truck slash truck. Uh, but... It was just a mess. I mean, it was kind of dirty and... <laughs> he was and, so sweet, though. He was a hard, rock-on guy. I mean, there was nothing smooth about him. And he was, yeah. you know, obviously he had just gotten off the job because he was dirty. But he pushed all this stuff over and gave us just enough room for the two dogs to sort of... And me, <laughs> they kind of were sitting on top of me in the back. And then you sat in the front. Yeah. And... You know, it took a while to to get it. A heavy Australian accent sometimes, even though we had been there for a while, is a little challenging. And uh, yeah, he was a really heavy accent. <laughs> but he got us over, and he got us to the pub or the tavern, which was our main place um, in case we had any challenges, because it re literally was the only thing on the other side of the river. And it was in walking distance to our our ranch. And the handyman was perfectly willing to drive us all the way to the to the house we were at, but we said no, no, no. The the the, uh, the pub is fine, and uh, we found somebody else at the pub after we had a pint. We yeah. found somebody else. <laughs> the to... bartender, the bartender who who knew us. That's right. He said, oh, "Oh, I know where you are. I'll drop you off." Yep, they drove us there, and I mean, so that was an expect the unexpected, and. One of the benefits of all that is we got to know the people at the pub on the other side of the ferry. We got to know the bartender there and the people, and we sort of connected with them. We got to know the the, the handyman pretty well because <laughs> it was kind of a bumpy road drive on the way back, and we chatted the whole time. We got to know more of the people at the uh, pub on the other side where we lived of, of the ferry, and we got to know the bartender. Um, so all in all, it was kind of a fun little day. It was a great day. And I just have to tell you, they were so kind and generous. I mean, they went out of their way to make sure yep. we were taken care of. And I just, you know, it's the kind of experience that makes me feel that this is just really a wonderful world. There are more kind people in this world true. than there are nasty people. That's very, very, very true. Now, thank goodness we had the dogs with us. The horses and the cats and the alpaca, they can fend for themselves. <laughs> yeah, they uh, were fine. Although it was very hot at that time, so we were a little concerned about the horses getting enough water. But anyways... That was that was the experience we had in St. Albans. We also had a little automobile experience in Troyes, in, in Troyes just outside of Paris, uh, Paris mm -hmm. um, where we had um, gotten put on their insurance, and uh, 
John again um, was driving and sort of backed into something. Had a little boo boo. They had a really narrow entrance to their yep. to their house, and this was definitely a very very secondary vehicle because they wanted their dogs, um, two beautiful labs, to go to a lake almost every day, and so yeah. they so they made sure that any pet sitter they had had a vehicle to in and take them to the lake, which we loved doing. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was great. They played in the water and we threw the ball and that's exactly what we did. We threw the ball and they played in the water. Um, and, and so I bumped into something, but here's what we did. We found a mechanic. Um, it was just a broken taillight, um, but you know, those things can be pretty pricey. And uh, the deal that we have when someone puts us on their insurance is that We'll cover the uh, deductible, deductible yeah. mm -hmm. um, and 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 uh, they pay for the fifty dollars to put us on their insurance. Well, we knew this was going to cost a little bit more than the deductible, so we just found somebody who could fix it, and we arranged for it to be fixed. Even they were coming home just a day or so right. later. They couldn't fix it before they came home, but it was paid for. Yeah, we paid for it in advance. Yep. And then when the homeowners came home, they were like, oh, you didn't need to do that. But John, that's one of our policies. I mean, we do. Just know, I, before you get into pet sitting, just know um, what you agree to and what decisions you'll make if something like this happens. You have to think about this stuff in advance. Otherwise, you'll be all... Yeah, you know, and I mean, you have to do the right thing. You know, <laughs> I mean, and it was the right thing for us to pay for it and get it in, in advance so that they didn't have to worry about it. Now, in this pet sit, um, we don't have to pay for it because the homeowner already knew and had already fixed this particular problem. And so they were they were saying, I hope the car works all right. And literally, we towed it. We are putting it We put it in their driveway, and the radio station that you're donating it to will show up. They said, don't worry about a thing. Just park it. In St. Albans, we picked up the tab on that one. And made sure everything was running smoothly, and um, we I think we we PayPal'd or wired some money over to them once they figured out what it would take to yeah. fix it because we felt it was our we were responsible. And in Trois, we took care of that. Yeah. But in six years of traveling, we've only really had a few mechanical challenges. That's it. With cars, and we're not particularly car savvy. No. <laughs> and our deal is they don't have to give us a car. Um, when, when we stayed in a place called North Curry, England, uh, we said we need to have access to transportation. That's what we require. Well, in this particular place, they, uh, North Curry, England, they had bus service that went into a large town that had everything you could possibly have needed. So that was fine for us. We didn't need to borrow one of their cars. No, and actually, the bus service was great. We made friends with a bus driver, yeah. remember? Yep, I do. <laughs> we, had a we had a great time. We met some of the bus passengers and had some great conversations. I actually think that kind of conversation is one of my favorite things in all oh, of this sure. travel. It's just these kind of impromptu, get-to-know-you kind of exchanges. And so that's what happened with the handyman in Australia. It happened with the um, people at Jams, the little place here, you know, when, we, when you waited for so long. And it certainly happened in Trois. In Trois, we are, we are still incredibly 
close to the homeowners in Troyes, and I only hope we get to do another pet sit. Yeah, so go do back I. at some point. So do I. Lovely, terrific. So the message really with this is, I mean, it's fun, but expect and enjoy the unexpected. If we could live all of our lives, not just when we travel the way we do, but if we could live all of our lives with that philosophy of expecting the unexpected then uh, and enjoying it, Enjoy then it, yeah. we wouldn't get so heated up and so worked up. Um, I remember a time when we were in Rome uh, and we took the, the train uh, to the Vatican for a very early morning uh, appointment. We had paid for a ticket for a tour early morning. And we're taking this train, and it's taking forever to get to the Vatican. And it just, you know, and I finally looked up. You said, this does not feel right. going in the wrong direction. Well, we were headed for St. Paul's Cathedral, not St. Peter's. <laughs> so what the hell? We get off the train. We got back on the train and went the other way. And we got there, and we were late for it. Obviously. So there was a there was a breakfast piece that was um, included in this ticket, and they said you can go with another group, but you can't have the breakfast. Oh, what big deal! Yeah. Um, so we didn't have the breakfast, but it all worked out, and we didn't get all ruffled. We didn't snap at each other, and which I'm accustomed to doing when I get frustrated. I actually think this is a great experience to even on our normal life. If we had been a little cooler and a little calmer when things got stressed out and tense. That I think um, overall, just looking back, life would have just been a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. And that's the message with expect and enjoy the unexpected from the traveling pet sitters. Uh, we will uh, see you on the road. <laughs>